Welcome to Standout, where entrepreneurs share what they've done to become media darlings. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan of CherylTanMedia.com. On this show, we talk about the power of publicity and how you can use it to grow your business. This is episode number 41. Today, we're talking about visibility, specifically gaining visibility through video you create. You may have already heard about the power of video for your business. Everyone's creating video, you hear. It converts like gangbusters, they say. But maybe you aren't sure where to start. You're not sure what you need to have in place before you hit record or go live. Take a listen to a Facebook Live I did recently inside the Get Media Smart Facebook community and learn my 10 best tips plus one bonus tip for looking and sounding great on video. Hey everybody, great to have you here for our first Facebook Live in our Get Media Smart community. Well, the first one in a really, really long time. Happy to have you here. I want to start out with a story. And it was last night I was at a dinner with a table full of millennials. It was part of a Chamber of Commerce event. And we were just talking about business and life. I was the guest expert and we were all in different stages. Um, some professionals, career professionals, some entrepreneurs, some thinking about making the jump into creating a side hustle or launching a business. And it was, it was really fun. We had a really, really good time. And I said to them as we were eating and talking and laughing that this, despite how busy everything is, how technology is changing and we have such little time to do whatever we're doing, that this connection is real and is probably the most important thing. But it's not necessarily scalable to have dinner with strangers every night of the week, despite the value that you get from it. Video, however, is the next best thing. So you may have already heard about the power of video and maybe that's why you're here. You understand how important it is to create that connection, to create that relationship on video. Maybe you've heard the statistics. According to Comscore, 64% of web visitors are more likely to buy a product online after watching a video. Maybe you watch those unboxing videos and you think, I, I need to buy that. My kids watch a ton of videos and learn so much they can recite uh, word for word almost some of the videos that they see. That's a little scary. Maybe you've heard people talk in webinars and you think, well, I need to buy that program or be a part of that person's uh, email list because of what they've said. And a lot of it is through video because they share their messages, their messages through this medium. The problem is too many people know they wanna get started, they just don't know how to start. So what we're gonna do today is I'm gonna tell you 10 things that you can do to improve your video so you can look and sound great tapping into the 20 years of TV news experience that I've had. If you're new to me, my name is Cheryl Tan and I used to be a TV news journalist for 20 years and I am now a PR and media trainer. So I help entrepreneurs with media and training. So let's get started and I want to start out with a bonus tip for those of you who are joining us here in the very beginning. And that is probably the most important thing when we're talking about video is to be you. 
you might watch videos and watch TV, watch the news, whatever it is you're watching and you think, I wanna be like that person. And I'm here to tell you that that's not really the way to go, is you wanna be you. I've interviewed thousands of people in TV news, in all kinds of situations, and I don't necessarily remember the most polished people, not that you're not polished. I remember the people who are real. Real people with real stories, with real challenges, who have something real to share. And those are the stories that stick in my mind. And those are the stories that you likely would like to be able to share for your audience. So let's get started. If you want to use video marketing for your business, I've got my 10 tips. And you just heard that bonus tip of just being yourself and knowing that you can tap into the message that you want to share and that is more than enough. So number one is to have a clear beginning, middle, and end. Please don't wing it. So I have a script right here. I've written it out in bullet point form. You can do whatever you want. You can write it out longhand. You can bullet point it. But whatever it is, have a clear beginning, middle, and end. Create a list of topics and choose the audience you want to share your topic with. Whatever you talk about is likely not gonna attract every person in the universe, so figure out who that audience is that you want to talk to and then talk to them. What do I mean by that? So, first of all, in your video, you're gonna tell them what you told them. So in this video I told you, we're gonna talk about the 10 tips so you can look and sound great on video. I'm gonna give you those 10 tips, and then at the end, tell them what you told them. It's a pretty simple framework. It's the classic beginning, middle, and end, and the storytelling structure is what you want. You can, of course, pepper your talk with stories, but keep that framework, and you keep that rambling at a minimum, which is really, really important. So number two is to get to the point quickly, and if you have that structure, the beginning, middle, and end, it keeps you on track more so. So you wanna really get to it in the next 10, in the first like 10, 15 seconds of your video is to get moving with the point that you're trying to make. So the audience that you're talking to understands what kind of value he or she or they will get from your talk. If you're targeting an audience, for example, of car buffs, maybe you talk about the latest in vehicle technology. This video on how to create videos, it's probably not gonna entice them like something on cars or maintenance or technology, that kind of thing. So know your audience and you'll know automatically the kinds of topics that they would be interested in listening to. So number one is to have a clear beginning, middle and end. Number two is to get to the point quickly. Number three is to focus on audio quality. Now, the thing about video is you can get away with poor video quality in some cases and still have people stick with you. I remember my early days in actually shooting video using a video camera for a TV station. We'd have orange video and blue video. We didn't white balance. We didn't know what we were doing. And it wasn't pretty and we got lectured from our bosses, but it usually went on the air. 
Bad audio, however, and people will turn the channel. So bad audio is something that is unacceptable. So make sure that you have your audio taken care of. So I have two microphones and I meant to bring them over here and I don't have them right with me, but I have a lav mic, a lavalier mic, which is like a clip-on mic that you clip onto your lapel to your shirt, sticks right into your camera and, or your um, smartphone Got it for like 20 bucks on Amazon. I use an ATR 2100 for my podcasts or any other videos that I create on my computer. So consider using something. Uh, that ATR 2100 was under $50, a lav was $20. If you're gonna invest in video, consider using a microphone. If you're wanting just to test out the medium, totally fine. Use um, headphones. Like with your smartphone, your iPhone, use those headphones because that will block out the external noise. And then be in a quiet place when you are um, when you are recording your videos. So speaking of audio and video, equipment can be really, really expensive. So uh, I was talking with a marketing firm really recently about a video production firm that they had just hired. And out of curiosity, I was like, and it was a very high-end video firm and they charged tens of thousands of dollars for like a 30-second commercial. And I said, well, out of curiosity, how much is their equipment? And she said that they use a Sony F300. So I Googled it. It was, you know, about $2,000 and that was just for the camera base. And just know that uh, you can certainly go to that level, but you don't need to. You can honestly use the phone you have that's likely in your pocket right now that you're very well familiar with to create the videos and it will look, look just like any others and be perfectly, perfectly fine. So tip number four is to look your best. So you don't need to spend uh, days in the makeup chair. You don't need to get someone to do your own makeup. But as far as, we'll start with dressing, is choose some colors that are flattering to you. Make sure they're solid. If you notice, I wear a lot of red, I wear a lot of purple. I usually stick with those. So solid colors, stay away from distracting jewelry because you want the focus to be on your message. The focus to be on you, not necessarily what you're wearing and how you're able to pull that off. Unless you're, you know, talking about beauty and jewelry and that's a different story. This is really for business owners who are trying to share a message about their brand and their business. So no distracting jewelry. Powder is your friend, even for the men, and actually makeup is too. So I use, when I'm on the air, I use MAC makeup. You can get it at um, counters like at Nordstrom and Macy's. Uh, they also have a website. And way back when, um, in the early, early days, we would, um, when we were on TV, we'd be able to cover up imperfections, right? We'd be able to cover them up with any kind of makeup and you couldn't really tell because it wasn't in high def and it didn't really matter. But then high def came along and you can see everything. Like you can literally see everything. And this makeup, and it's called Studio Fix Fluid. It's pretty heavy, but it doesn't, um, it doesn't look heavy on camera, which is, you know, you don't want it to look like you're wearing a lot of makeup. And then you use a brush like this to um, make sure that it covers all evenly. And we'll tell you my favorite, favorite brush is this one from MAC. They're all MAC brushes, by the way, but this is number 22. It's really, really old. Um, it allows you to create like really thin lines. So my favorite, favorite brush, I cannot give it up. And I 
I don't want to ever break it. So it's number 22 MAC. Uh, so anyway, those are just some things for um, makeup. And yes, men wear makeup too. I'm not saying that you need to do that for uh, your Facebook Live videos or videos that you use for your business, but be aware of whatever um, situation you'll be in and, and plan accordingly. And, and MAC is a good line if you're gonna be on, um, on camera, uh, like a television camera, that kind of thing. Okay, so powder, by the way, powder. And as far as backgrounds, um, I wouldn't make it too distracting. Uh, clearly, you know, I'm sitting in my kitchen, you're seeing my living room back here, but um, stay away from white walls, so you don't want it to be too uh, boring, but not a lot of patterns. Like if you're gonna have a picture behind you, that's fine, but like five pictures might be a little too much because then people are focusing so much on the background behind you and maybe not as much on what you're trying to say. So just keep it simple, um, have it just be all about you. As far as light, we could spend hours on lighting. I'm not a lighting expert. And again, if you're doing this for, if you're creating videos for commercials, I'm not your gal here. But as far as what I've learned from being with photographers who've done a lot of lighting, lighting can make or break you. It's phenomenal. Uh, lighting experts deserve everything they get because they can really make you look amazing. So. What I've learned about lighting is, A, you need it. And you know, it's funny, I had a light and I didn't turn it on. <laughs> so let me show you the difference. Here is a light that I have. See the difference? Um, if you do have one, point it at you from the front and point it at you from the side. So those are two possibilities. Right now, the light I'm using is natural light from a big window to my right. So if you're gonna do videos and you do them during the day, that's what I would suggest, is you sit somewhere near a window and have it come at you from the side, have another light in front of you. And then you can see that light that I just remembered to turn on uh, is right here and it really does make a difference. It's a little diva light that I got off of Amazon. I wanna say it was like $15. So just make sure that you you know the lighting situation before you hit record or go live or whatever. Lighting behind you, um, I wouldn't mess with. Uh, some, some people need backlighting, but I'm not well versed enough in it and it can come out wrong. So just be aware of that. Number six is look into the camera. So I watch a lot of videos where, um, where you're not looking in the camera and that's actually fine for me, but but people really want to be able to see your eyes. So look into the camera. And, and probably the second part of that is to not fidget. Um, I watched just like two videos yesterday and, and girls do this, women do this more than men, is they flip their hair a lot because they're nervous, right? Of course they're nervous and they're, you know, they're, they're touching their hair, they're fidgeting with their earrings or they're doing this or that. And uh, do that before. Do that before you hit record, and then when you hit record, um, make sure you have hairspray on. So use the hairspray so that you don't have to mess with your hair. You know it's not going to go anywhere because it is distracting. When you're trying to listen, you're trying to focus, and all you can, you can see is that person like running their fingers through their hair, noticing that they're not feeling comfortable with what they're saying. Number seven is, um, is hard sometimes to do in practice and that's why it's important to practice, but it is to slow down. 
Now, when nerves get the best of you, and I know this for a fact, and I am not showing you the first videos I've ever made, the first time that I was ever on television. <laughs> Thank goodness it was before the internet. But it's easy to, when you get nervous, when the red light goes on, or you know that you're live, to speak as quickly as you can, to uh, get it over with as quickly as you can. Truthfully though, if you slow down, really slow down, you get your brain in tune with what you're saying and it becomes a more enjoyable experience. So even if in your head you're thinking that you're speaking too slowly, you're probably not. And so slow it down even more if you can handle that. Or just speak at a normal rate, but just make sure that you can think while you're doing that at the same time. And the other thing about slowing down is I talk to women especially who are not thrilled with the sound of their voice. And, uh, and it, it took me a long while to be able to listen to myself, but it's been a lot of years, so now I can. And the same may go for you. But you may think that your voice is a little high-pitched, and, and if that is the case, slowing down will help you with that as well. So slow down. You'll get to use your lower register if you do that. So slowing down also helps you sound better in your own head and for somebody else. <laughs> Number eight is to keep the energy up. And you may say, oh, of course I've got a lot of energy. Of course, of course. But the best tip that I've ever gotten is from a consultant that we used at one of the TV stations that I worked at. And she said, when you're talking in the camera, because honestly, you're talking to a box. There's nobody here is to focus on one person, whether it's your best friend, your mom, or your favorite client. You're actually talking to that one person, and if you're slowing down, like I said in the last tip, then you can really focus on what it is they need to hear, and you'll say it. And then the slowing down also gives you the chance to, for lack of a better word, is to emote a little bit, right? If To, to like really get some energy behind your words and let them feel it. And you might be like, this sounds crazy. Like, it doesn't feel right. Like, it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> well, try it, right? Try it and see how you like it. And when you watch it back, you will notice a difference. You'll be creating a, a, a video that people will wanna watch because they'll feel connected to you. And as we talked about in the beginning, it's all about creating that connection. And this will let you do that. So slowing down, keeping your energy up because you're really just talking to one person and you'll get success with that part of your video. Number nine is to give your audience something to do. It's that call to action, right? So for creating that connection and you're doing a good job, maybe they'll want to connect with you further. So maybe it's put something in the comments. Maybe it's say hi. Maybe it's tell people where you're from. Maybe it's, are you getting value out of this? Let me know or whatever it is is the call to action. Maybe it's come visit my website or um, I created this checklist for you. And by the way, I did. <laughs> I created a checklist for you with tips and real, real check boxes that you can use for you as you are creating your own video. So just go to CherylTanMedia.com forward slash video tips and you can get that right away. So CherylTanMedia.com forward slash video tips and this checklist, you can look at it and then download it and use it for the next time that you go live on your video. So my last tip for you is practice. I know, you're like, 
I don't want to do that. Well, you know, actually practicing is really the best thing ever is um, that I really believe in that 10,000 hours that Malcolm Gladwell talks about. And I've probably had 10,000 hours doing this. And it's really just about continuing to do this. If you start today, start on your video journey and start creating videos or going live or whatever it is you decide, the plan that you have in the beginning, and then you check back in a month and then check back in six months and check back in 12 months, guaranteed, I guarantee that you will feel better about yourself and it will look better and it will, uh, it will give you a confidence that maybe you didn't have before. And hopefully it helps you with the goal of this and it is to create some awareness for your business. So it just takes practice though. You can practice ahead of time, so you can practice before you go live. You can practice just by doing, um, by taking some of the steps that I told you about and doing it live, but no matter what, it's still getting the hours in and actually carrying those steps out. So practice, 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 and get moving. So if you need the checklist again, it's at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash video tips. So what I'd like for you to do is take a deep breath, download the checklist, go through it, just figure out the steps that you need to take part in. Maybe you need to set aside a place in your house. Maybe you need to figure out your message and then hit record or go live or whatever it is and get moving. If you want to learn how to get media attention for your business, consider the PR Pro Community, an online training academy designed to teach you how to get the media attention you want and maximize your opportunities. Want to catch the show notes for this and past episodes, which includes a link to the Get Media Smart Facebook community? All of the standout shows are in one place at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash podcast. This is episode number 41. The best way to get this show in front of more listeners is to subscribe to and review the show on iTunes. Thank you in advance for your support. Until next time, I'm Cheryl Tan.